Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. Oh, crap. I'm not supposed to start this show, am I? <laughs> That's fine. That's kind of funny, though. <laughs> Oh, man. That's really funny. It is funny. I am so I'm sorry. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. And we are coming with a special uh, summer hiatus edition. <laughs> yes, we are. Of in fact. the Grey's Anatomy podcast. So, uh, Stephanie, I think you have a, an announcement that you want to make. I do, but I don't. Okay. But I have to. Okay. Well, what is it? Okay. So, my announcement is that um, a couple weeks back, I got an email from Kim. Yep. That's the announcement you're talking about, right? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, and um, Kim is going to step down from co hosting the Grey's Anatomy <gasps> show with me. Why? Because um, she's no, I already currently, know. I know you already know, but I would tell everyone else who it's a, maybe well, isn't. Let's give them, should we give them the involved, real story? Like the. Or that I'm we... really mean to work with and she couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, she got really angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Completely let kidding. Let me tell you the real story. Um, let me tell you that um, for those of you who don't already know, because um, I know several of our listeners are, are close to Kim, you know. Several are, but there are literally but there are thousands some of people who, don't. who have no so, idea um, outside of this. And I'm going to tell them that um, Kim currently is, um, she has a job and she has a part-time job and she has a side job. Yeah. So she has currently has three jobs. She had Her son just started kindergarten, and she is currently producing two of her own podcasts. Yes, she is one for um for the town that she lives in, correct? The city of Highland, the city of Highland, Indiana, and um, second is a show called Girls Night In. Yes, is that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so here here's the deal. Um, Kim had left her place of employment last year. Yes. And uh, she ventured out and uh, took started a bold her own move. business. That's the that's the Which side she, job that I said. Yes, and she's still yeah. doing that. So if you're if you happen to be considering doing podcasting, we strongly encourage you to go to podcastgraphics.com dot com mm-hmm. and uh, you'll find Kim's work there. And she doesn't just do podcast graphics graphics uh she does so much more right and uh but anyway like you said and then uh go to girls not if you want to continue to hear kim uh she's very excited about podcasting she's still very excited about Grey's anatomy and i'm yeah. sure there's no doubt in my mind that she'll i'm sure still, she, they'll talk about it yeah on their show yeah i know she will anyway right. uh so we're very excited for her she started that during the summer mm-hmm. and has had huge success with a following for her very own podcast, and we're very excited for her. Right. But with her three jobs and uh, her son going to school now, uh, she emailed us. It was a us, lot. She said, and I understand. No way. And so yeah, I understand. I'm sad. And um, I, I don't know what's more depressing that Kim won't be co hosting with me or that I have to co host another show with you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Clearly, I'm kidding. I love co hosting with you. Well, not only this show, but, but we're adding seven, oh my seven new podcasts my to the lineup. Won't go back on. <laughs> They won't go back on. Because of my headphones, I can't oh, get them around my ear. I got you. I can wear them granny style. But let me just tell them real quick, girlsnightinpodcast.com. So there are yes. two places you can t- continue to find Kim. Uh, one is at podcastgraphics.com, and the other one is girlsnightinpodcast.com. 
So anyway. Yes. And uh, we will miss her. And I'm sure we'll hear from oh, her from time to yeah. time. Heck so. yeah. The, I, I would expect to. So this will be a message to Kim directly. If I don't hear from you, I'll kind of take it personally. There we go. All righty. So, uh, so we're here. One other announcement. Oh, before one other we, announcement. Before we go into talking okay. about this uh, episode. Why we're here. Yeah, why we're here. Uh, I want to just mention the other podcast that you and I are going to be launching. Oh, so many. So many. So many. Um, and I'm I can them name up. several off the top of my head, which would be um, Prison Break and Heroes, which was highly requested last season. Yep. And uh, Dancing with the Stars and um, new show that we're going to check out the pilot and, and determine on if it's a show that we want to watch or not. We'll be um, pushing Daisies. No, nope, no, no, no. We canceled no? that from the lineup. You did. But you didn't tell me you canceled it. I asked you. I said, no. do we really want to do this one? No. Do you want to? Yeah. It, oh, anyway. Okay. So scratch that. We're still going to watch but, that. Um, we'll talk Bionic about that. Bionic Woman in, is yeah. one that um, you want to po- yes. podcast about. Uh, Doctor Who. Hello. Um, God's gift to television. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> and um, did I miss any? What uh, I missed? 24. 24. Provided that we can get caught up. We will. On two seasons that we've missed before the season starts in January. And beings that Lost is not on right now, we should be able to do that. Yes, absolutely. Now, people are asking themselves, why? Why on earth because would you do this? we don't have enough to do. So we just thought we'd add some more. Well, the truth is, is that actually we don't get much time to talk during the summer. No, we don't. The The, the fact is, is that... Um, during the summertime, the kids are home, you know, and they're, they're we allow them to stay up later at night than we do during school nights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just happens that, you know, by the time we put the kids in bed and we sit down and have our time together. I'm if, beat because I've been with them all day. Exactly. And I've been working all day and then the stress of all the other things. And by the time we would sit down and watch a TV show, it's just time to go to bed. Right. You know? But what uh, what we found with Lost and uh, Grey's Anatomy and many other podcasts that we produce together is that these are awesome times for you and I to spend time alone talking to one another. And, talking and often about- the talking about um, an episode will will take us into talking about something different when we're not in front of this microphone. So we just thought that it would be, you right. know, if we're going to talk about the show anyway... Why not, Why not record share it? it with you? Absolutely. And that, so that's what we plan on doing. Now, for those of you who are familiar with our initial reactions to our Lost podcast that we do. Correct. That's yeah. pretty much the format of all these new shows. Yes. And the only other thing we want to say is that we're considering a format change for the Grace show. From considering. From, we're considering yeah. not doing a live recording after every new episode, but instead recording like this. So. Yes. Um, for me, it got very difficult um, last season in doing the live shows, being that I would stay up later than what I normally would intend to, and I it, it affected the way I got up with the kids in the morning. And yeah. so um, I don't want to stop doing the Grey Show because, I mean, I love it, but I want to... Um, you know, I want to be the best mom I could be at seven o'clock in the morning when I'm not really a morning person to start with. So absolutely, I need to get that rest. So we'll probably give you a little bit more of a clear understanding of what yeah. the schedule will be. Just got a couple weeks. 
Yeah, that know. It's coming up quick. Start on September 27th. So let's tell them what we're doing because obviously now you're minus one Mm -hmm. co-host. So I'm officially going to be co-hosting with Stephanie. I said that already. Did you already say that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know that we had mentioned that, but the fact is is that I obviously have some gaps in my understanding of Grays. Oh, so now you're telling them why we're here. Yeah. Welcome back, Steph. So we're here because Cliff is catching up on season three. the first ten episodes of season three. Which is the only thing I haven't seen so right. far. Right. Because you had started watching at um, episode 11, which was Six Days, part one. Yes. And um, so we're getting you caught getting up. You caught up. So and tonight. we thought we would share our catching up with you so that maybe you could get caught up on some of the things that happened early in the season. Before our new season starts. Absolutely. So let's talk about season three, episode one, which is titled what? Time has come today. Time has come today. Now, I have some notes that I took while we you were watching it. You actually took a lot of notes. I did. I'm impressed. I'm a copious note taker. You are a note taker. I just kind of, you know, pay attention to details. So let's just go and I'll read off the first thing and say whatever you want to say. Okay. Uh, Izzy on the floor. Moving on. All right. No. Just, um, <laughs> what was that? I, she just gets on my nerves sometimes. Um, we are yeah, the I Izzy that. Hater podcast. No, we are not. I am the Izzy you Hater. You are. I'm not. Um, she does bother me in a lot of ways, but I don't hate her. Um, we all have flaws. Yes, we do. Um, I want to bring out a quote. Izzy asks, how did this happen? How did we get here? LVAT cable, huh? Bring back a bell. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least in my ears, you are. Um, Yeah, the whole, how how did did I get here? She started that whole circle of events that ended her on the bathroom floor. Yes. You know? And um, and, uh, so watching her lay there on the floor made me think about when George's dad died and she's like, I cleaned the bathroom floor just in case George wants to. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Well, maybe I'll have to rewatch that episode. Maybe. And, um, but, uh, I don't know how I would deal with that. I mean, obviously we've been married for like centuries now and, um. Centuries. <laughs> Just over one decade, babe. <laughs> Whatever. It all runs together in a blur. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, that. That's more about me than it is about you. All right. Um, But I find laying on the bathroom floor and not really knowing what to do um, kind of fitting, yeah. you know? Actually. Not really getting, not really knowing, you know. Getting up and changing your clothes, I just, I, I found, I found that, um, her form of, um, morning fitting. I'm not. Give me the watch. Uh, I don't have anything to click over here now. All right. So anyway, I found it. I found it fitting. I thought that it worked. Yeah, I, I, I actually her grieving was I, I thought that she did a wonderful job of actually saying, you know, I don't know this person. Everybody's mm-hmm. expecting me to do this or this. Right. How do I act? And and one of the things that I find is that in a in an awkward situation where there's been some kind of major loss or catastrophe, even if I'm even when I'm not the person directly suffering 
from this. But I, I, I get that way. It's like, okay, what do I do? How do I help? How do I, right. well, how do I console or encourage or, or do I even do that? Right. One and sometimes thing I think said, it's better ju- just lay on the floor, you know? <laughs> I know, just lay on the floor and don't move. But one thing that I think, um, that I really, um, connected with that she said was when she was saying, you know, I don't know how to be this person. She's like, I'm happy to make everybody else comfortable. You know, I'll be this person if I have to be, but, um, I don't recognize that. I don't know how to do this. Um, I think that in that time you, you would need to busy yourself with making everyone else feel comfortable, you know, taking on your role and playing your part until everyone's gone. Yeah. And you can be in your moment and be in alone to deal with your surroundings. I got you. Does that make sense? Okay. Sure. I'm just still piecing it together in my head. All right. Mr. McGuilty. McGuilty. I love that line. I absolutely, that brings me back to why I love Christina because she is so, she's quick witted and just. Yeah. Christina says, so, so he, he says to you, what does this mean? I mean, hello. Uh, She goes, are you going back to Finn? Is this, is Shepard going to leave his wife? Uh, no. Um, those were all right questions for her to ask. Yeah. You know, not that Meredith had any of the answers. I'll tell you what. But Mick Guilty was right on. You know, going back and watching this now, Mm -hmm. knowing all that I know of the end of season three, Mm -hmm. and actually all of season one and season, knowing everything I know up to this point, I completely agree. Finn was the right guy. You think? Yes. He just doesn't fit into the story. Well, I'm sorry, but the fact is, is that he was right. He he's he's going to hurt you, and and I I don't think that Derek was the right guy. There, let me explain something to you, because the other thing, um, that I felt in this is that okay, I totally felt for um Addison mm-hmm. when she's crying in this episode. Um, just, I mean, you could, by the the way, yes, in the flashback, uh, when, you know, he goes and throws her clothes out and she, he locks her out into the rain. I mean, I completely understand. I'm on Derek's side there too. I mean, I I I mean, he just caught her in bed with his best friend Yeah, in their house, in their bed. I mean, that's even worse. So, I mean, I totally understand (laughs) why he did what he's even worse. Was it just then? What? Right. That very, yes, that was that very, yes. So anyway, but the other thing that I'm thinking though is on her side. I mean, she's obviously very distraught about what she's done. Done. I mean, there is a difference between. See, I don't being- think she really was distraught because if you remember back, she stayed with him after Derek left. Well, I, well she wasn't well, let me distraught. Just, I, I think there's a difference between being distraught because you get caught. And being distraught because you did something wrong. I think she was distraught because she was caught. No, I think... In that moment, she I, was caught. I She was caught. But at the same time, I really believe... I, she she said, if you don't stay, we can't make it through this. I believe she really did want to make it Then why work. didn't she go after him immediately? She should have. Well, I don't know why if she did should she, have then. Why did she let him leave, let him go to Seattle and wait months and stay with... Don't turn me down. I'm trying to Stay watch with. the peak meter on the audio here. And um, what's his name? I mixed Steamy. I can't even remember his McGuilty. name right now. No, McGuilty is Derek. Oh, McSteamy. McSteamy is, yes. Um, 
goodness, I cannot remember his name. I'm such a bad Grace fan. There you go. Um, she let Derek leave, yeah. and she stayed with him for months, months before she went to Seattle after Derek, expecting her to just pick up where they left off. Well, we don't know the whole story about what happened between that very minute and the fact is, is that it wasn't much. I mean, the fact is, is that um, Derek didn't immediately go to Seattle. So there was some. We don't know that. There, when he met Meredith that night, he had just gotten into Seattle. Mm-hmm. And he was hiding his pain. Okay. You got to read between the lines. All right. Babe. Moving along. All right. Even so- if it wasn't that very second, it was. Not very long after. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just saying that I really felt... I'm not saying he hopped on a plane scene. to Seattle that night. I'm Obviously, just... he had to apply for the job and, <laughs> you know. I'm just saying that I felt that her remorse was heartfelt. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But I could be wrong. Um, let's see here. Baby in the trash can. Oh, that just makes me sick. It does. It, sick. But Addison... Or was it Addison? Who said that they understand covering it up? Addison, Addison said she understands covering up. She doesn't understand how you can go back. That's the to thing. Being everything fine when it's not. You know, and and that just really made me think because you know, it's, there's a part of me that just wants to get all self righteous. Yeah. Like, who would do that? Right. In fact, somebody says, "Who does this?" Yeah. You know, somebody in the episode said, "Who does that?" Uh, and and you know, it makes me think. You know, there are people that. You know, it, it. You can almost understand where they make that rationale. And one of the things that gets me frustrated is, is all these TV shows. Even Army Wives. You were watching it last night on the cat on the on the couch, and uh, the one husband was ready to walk out the door, and he was leaving her because of whatever. And uh, she says, "I'm pregnant," and he's like, uh, "What are we gonna do?" And she says, "We're still gonna divorce. You're right. leaving. You're gone." And he says, "Are you gonna keep it?" I don't know. I mean, it, sometimes that just makes me so upset that that it's such a casual decision for some people. But it is in our culture. It is, and and I think that that's a shame. It is. I, it really is because you know, it. Did you see that baby? Right. You know, it, it, that's a life. Right. And it's not just a convenience decision for me. And, well, what and I, I don't just understand. can't understand how it can be. But at the same time, when our culture inundates people with this message that this is an issue of convenience and it's not this and. I, I guess I can understand how somebody might make this decision, but the real question is, how do they go back and act as if nothing's happened? Yeah, especially in in this situation. And I get that it's television, and we've already had this discussion that it's a soap opera and, you uh-huh. know, all these things. But here's what I really don't get. I've given birth three times. Mm-hmm. And each time, like, there's a lot of blood involved, and there's afterbirth, and there's lots of other stuff that come after the baby you know, how did they not know that it was that girl? Yeah. How was she not just totally covered in blood herself and sitting there all, you know, prettied up and yeah. innocent and, you know, yeah. there, there was a lot left out of the story there, that there I was. think because if she gave birth to that baby herself in the bathroom. And the story seemed to lend, was, the, lend to the thought that they, she wouldn't have had time to go and get cleaned right, up and, right. It, and all that. It made it appear that she 
had the baby, dumped the baby, and was there at the hospital. You know. Yes, I agree. That they had just found this infant, it's, and and that's so, one of the storyline gaps. That it was. It was. It was. Us a it, it kind of frustrated me in that there was like all this. Well, because there was all the buildup around finding out who the mother was, and I'm like, shouldn't you just be able to tell? Yeah. I mean, if you just. I've done it three times, and I had drugs, and obviously she didn't. You know, I'm thinking you should have been able to just tell by looking at them which one it was. Which one looks like their hair has been full of sweat. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I have, I want to share with the folks what was like almost one of the biggest, you know, heart-grabbing moments for me. And it was just a very short moment in the episode, and that was Meredith on the carousel. As a child. As a child. Yes. Alone. The flashback. And, well, she wasn't alone. Her mother was... She was was alone on the carousel. Yeah, she was... I mean, we still ride it with our kids. Exactly. But, but, well, there would be times when I I would let Megan ride by herself. Okay. Um, But the the whole thought of, you know, you're on the carousel and a little child seeing her mother arguing with somebody and Mm -hmm. those are very... She knew it wasn't right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's why she remembered it. I always I always hate scenes on television and movies that show kids suffering from mm-hmm. anything. That, that just really hurt, you know, pulls at my heart in, in a way that I don't like it to pull at my heart, you know? Right. I don't like when movies play with my emotions. Just, you know, it's like if they, they feel like they really need to move you or touch you or, or get you emotionally involved. And right. so they throw a kid in a bad situation and... And play some music in the background, and it's just like you know, no, that's not right. right. You leave me alone. Okay, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> Moving right along. So I'm done talking of, about that. Speaking of music in the background, oh yes, that was a great segue. So should we share what we heard? Uh huh. Can we my, share what we found? One of my favorite bands in the world. Obviously, this is uh, the Violent, Violent Femmes, Gone Daddy Gone, and this and was at played, that mixer party. Played in the background of the mixer when uh, Christina first introduces herself to um, to Preston. Yes, he's uh, hitting on some other chick, and she's like, "Look, that that thing that you you know." Obviously, she's speaking medical talk that I don't know, but um, just totally drooling all over him. Yes, pretty she much. is. And um, now I got to turn this off before we get sued by okay, the RIAA. That's fine. That's fine. So, but we just wanted to, you know, totally kudos to violent fans. <laughs> no, kudos to the people who decided to throw that song in because I totally love them. Yes. I've seen the violent fans in concert every time they've been in the Cincinnati area, which is about five or six times in Including the last couple recently. years, and very recently. And uh, I just love, especially "Gone Daddy Gone." This song, it, he, he does a xylophone. Um, solo, which okay. is out of this world. <laughs> You're great. One second. Really gotta learn how to work those controls. So anyway, yes. So yes, um, I love. Gone, Daddy Gone, and okay. I was so, that that episode was worth watching just to hear just that to song hear that in the song, background. You spotted it right away, and uh, 
and I spotted it as a femme song when after you pointed it out. But here is what I find very ironic about that song being in that scene. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, obviously, all the stuff had not happened yet with Isaiah Washington. That all happened mid-season, I guess, right? I don't know. And um, I wasn't really asking. I was okay. kind of just like agreeing that with was myself. Like, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and so, in the episode, the first episode of the season, of season three, uh-huh. when Christine, in the flashback where Christina introduces herself to Preston. Who is talking to some very attractive lady. Yes. Um, they are playing Gone Daddy Gone, not knowing that, that the first season ep- three finale would be his last episode. Gone Daddy Gone. Do you get it? Yes. Okay. I get it. So uh, before he didn't get it, and now he does. So I get it. Now. Well, I wasn't on. listening before, so oh, that would explain why. That would explain it. I was I preparing. Should be used to that by now. I was but, preparing uh, <laughs> this show. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they didn't do that intentionally, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there it was. Callie in this episode Callie was O'Malley. extremely likable. She was likable in this episode. Extre- I mean, extremely yeah. likable. She but even she got really a- is throwing herself all over George. I mean, yeah, oh, in a bad, was. desperate way. Yes, she is. And she's kind of setting herself up for a lot of the heartache that's coming her way. I think you're right. You now know? that you say that, I didn't I, think about that until you just now said it. But yeah, I'm you're right. I'm telling you that if I if I told a guy, look, I love you, <laughs> and he doesn't tell me back, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go fix him dinner when his best friend's. Well, maybe you do fix him dinner. Fiance. No, maybe you okay, do, you but do when fix he walks, him dinner. But when he walks in from you being don't say, in a quarantine, I really, 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 really <laughs> love, love you. you so much. I really, really love you. Now say yeah, it back I mean, to me. Yeah, she's begging for it, and so that that's kind of hard to watch because you know the heartache that's coming her way, and she um, pushed herself on him. She did. Not good. I yeah. I want to say that I'm very proud of George for not following Mr. McGuilty's advice <laughs> and telling her anyway. Yeah, he did not tell her yeah. I love you back. I love you that soonish. Is, I love you soonish. That was great. Oh, well, I even had uh, soonish. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, that that wouldn't have been good. No, <laughs> I love you soonish. Miranda and Omar. Oh. Her. I didn't look up the actor's name. Oh, the... I so forgot. So this, I was looking the up guy the from the practice title for you. I, I, I'm not going to look it up. Okay, but he was, um, and I know his name clear as I know my own. I just can't place it right now. Yeah. Um, but he was the. You can't um, even think of Mr. McSteamy's name, I know, the character stop. name in the show, and you're sitting here. You're the host of the Grey's Anatomy <laughs> fan podcast. Yeah. Well, this podcast has kind of sprung on me. <laughs> um. Um, Sprung. Yeah. Okay, so the actor from The Practice. Yes. um, He is an excellent actor. Excellent actor because when he is, um, Miranda tells him that his wife died, Uh you know, and he, obviously he starts hyperventilating. Not many people, I mean, I can't pretend to hyperventilate. He did a fantastic job. Yes. And she gets him, you know... Um, gets him to come over to her, gets him to calm down. He's breathing normally, and then he just starts crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, such a fabulous thing, because there are some actors who just can't cry. Yeah. They just can't. They're horrible at it. But he did such a, I mean, he is drooling and sweating, and obviously well, some I'm of the sure sweat they was probably, on. yeah. Not the drool. I mean, they couldn't have sprayed on the drool. But, I mean, he was so good and so believable yeah. in that. 
And I, I wish I, we knew his name. But, you know, I don't usually go around looking at it. But as far as men go, what's wrong? I was going to say pause it and we'll look him up. No way. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll pause it. You're going to cut me off mid-thought here. All right. They didn't even realize we were gone. So, okay. Steve Harris. Absolutely. We so apologize to Steve Harris for forgetting his name. Um but what I was Famous saying actor. So what is you that, saying? you know, I don't go around judging the appearance of men very often, but he is a very good looking black man. He I, is. You know, I, oh, he is. You know, that he he's an attractive guy. So, Stephanie, that's enough. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Okay. So, um, anything else in this episode before we get ready to shut down and uh, um, let's see here. Oh, Lost Richard in, and oh, Adele. Sorry. So was that they? I hate. I mean, that was a such a huge issue that they. I think that they did not focus enough time on that. I think that they did it perfect because Why? because it's the way that Richard had spent his married life. I mean, just pushing her off and you know never giving her the time. But did that they spend the whole day together talking? Or no, he left her there. Okay, he left her there in his office to go deal with the. He totally avoided the issue. She scheduled an appointment because she knew that he wouldn't sit down and talk to her otherwise. Scheduled an appointment, came in, and he still dissed her. I think they did a great job. I have, and I think that she's right. She, she, I've waited for you for too long. He had abandoned her long time ago. Long time ago, and she stuck around, and And that that was her choice. But now she's saying, "I can't do it anymore." That's ridiculous. That that just should not be. But that sets up. Season three for the uh, search for the new chief. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, let's see here. Um, I think that's pretty much Lost it. Lost and found. Lost and found is the last thing. That I was thought hilarious. that that was hilarious. That was she so found funny. the panties. She washed them. Washed and them, dried them. I dried them, that folded them. Put them in a baggie. Put them in the baggie, and then she did it. Lost and found on the Pinned board. Them on the board. That was, it was great. That is quite funny. <laughs> So anyway, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? That's it for now. And uh, we're going to go watch um, episode two. Are we going to watch episode two tonight? I am a tree. And uh, I think so. What time is it? I mean, it's early. It's like a quarter till nine. Oh, it's early. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, everybody, we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. internet talk show check it out at talkshoe.com